This is EIG Community Connection with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Hello, friends, and welcome to EIG Community Connection. I'm your host, Jill Economo, Director of Community Outreach at Ellen Becker Investment Group. How many of you out there love being a part of something really awesome, something really special, something that can have an impact on someone else in a positive way? Actually, that's a rhetorical question, obviously, because number one, we don't have call-ins on this show, so you can't respond. But most importantly, who wouldn't want to be involved with something like that, right? By hosting this show, I get to be a part of something that has the potential to have major impact, something that is positive in nature and gives back to the community, and I just love it. We have guests on our show that are really making a difference in the lives around them. They're involved in something bigger than themselves. We hope to inspire our listeners to consider how they want to have an impact on those around them. Now, I've said many times before how important we think education is. Information gathering allows a decision maker to make the best informed decision they can. And we actually live in a very resource-rich area here in southeastern Wisconsin, so we just want to make sure people are informed of the various offerings that are available so they can decide with whom and how they want to get involved. So today we're going to talk baby talk. Not, uh, oh, you're so cute, I just want to pinch your cheeks kind of baby talk. No, we're going to talk about those who care for the babies. We're going to meet some ladies today who are reaching out to mothers who may find themselves in a situation where they need some help too. And if you love babies like I do, I'm sure you'll get some great ideas of how you can help out too. My first guests are from an organization called CCS or Christ Child Society. We'll be talking with Holly Ryan and Jenny Jerkin, who together have many years of working with CCS. Welcome to the show, Holly and Jenny. Welcome and to you too. Thank you. <laughs> Thank for you for us. having us. No, we're excited. Absolutely. So first of all, I absolutely love the name Christ Child Society. You know, we know it's not a secret society, of course. The Christ Child or Jesus is available to anybody. Um, but tell our listeners how Christ Child Society got started. Well, our story starts in 1866 with Mary Virginia Merrick, who uh, was the second of eight children um, born, and she had... Uh, became involved in a, a serious accident and became bedridden. And by doing so, she realized that she needed to be doing something else, and so she, she learned to sew. Um, at that time, she heard about a very needy baby that was born on Christmas, and she decided to use her new skills of sewing and, and make a, a layette. And that really became the foundation for um, and the signature program for the Christ Child Society. Because the baby was born at Christmas time? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's it was neat. really a, okay. a very touching and yet a very traumatic for her. Mm -hmm. um, she realized and, en and enlisted the, her family and friends to help her. And by um, making this layout, she really established the signature program for the Christ Child Society. Mary Virginia Merrick felt that it was important for people to have an opportunity, lay people that is, to fulfill a need in a Christian charity. The Christ Child Society was then founded in 1887. Wow, that's been around for a long time. A very long time. And yeah. she remained active until her death in 1955. Wow. She is recognized as a servant of God by the Catholic Church, mm -hmm. and the case is being made for her canonization. Wow. So we are very proud, and, and she really is our special lady. Wow. So so it started with the Layettes, 
uh, for a child that was born at Christmas, uh, thus the name. But you have a lot of other programs that you offer. Uh, Can you share with us what those are? I would be glad to. (laughs) But I do want to just mention that our Milwaukee chapter was started in 1948. And we have over 300 very dedicated women from all over the greater Milwaukee area. And, and our whole purpose is to express our love of the Christ child to, and in service to all of God's children. Mm, we wonderful. are a nonprofit, but we embrace uh, women of all faiths. So um, okay. we are very excited there. Uh, we do a, a layette program, which where we provide about 2,000 layettes for um, needy babies that are born in our community. And we work with about 16 social service agencies. So our, our, our volunteers assemble these. Okay. So someone calls you, for example, uh, from these organizations you work with, and they say, I have a, a mother or a child in need that could use a layette. They reach out to you, and then that's how you, that's kind of your... Yes. They have to go through a little bit of a process. It usually is through a social worker or something like that, or maybe at the hospital. But yes, there is a process okay. that they they connect with, but we are more than happy. And we could certainly be doing a lot more if we had you know, sufficient funds. Okay. Um, we have another program called My Stuff Bags, and those are bags filled with clothing and personal care items that are distributed to children who are removed from their homes quickly because of abuse, neglect, or a natural disaster. Mm. They, and this group works with about seven social service agencies. Okay. Um, and again, all over southeastern Wisconsin? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. It doesn't cross the borders. It stays right here in, in the state or in the area, in the, the immediate area. area. Correct. Okay. Okay. Um, and they distribute over 900 of these bags, uh, which is really amazing when you think of it in a year that that many are needed. Yeah. Um, Sad that those many are needed, but ha- you know it's a good thing that we have somebody that can provide for, yeah. for those needs. Well, thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, the bags are um, just so you know have clothing that are um, size two to eighteen, and obviously whatever a child may need um, for an overnight. So it would be PJs, socks, underwear, a book, toothbrush. Yeah, right. The yeah, toiletries, yeah. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Um, and then in winter. We do like to include um, a scarf, a hat, and mittens, which are um, knitted by volunteers. <laughs> That's wonderful. We know that there's so many different um, clothing drives or clothes uh, coat drives that are happening around in the winter. And we used to do a, a program at Ellen Becker called uh, Hats and Mittens, where we would work with a school and we would gather mittens all year all year long, and then we would go down to the school and let the child pick out a set of hats, oh, wow. a set of hat, oh, and, and mittens, and a book, and maybe some other things. But um, it's definitely a, a need, certainly where we live, mm-hmm. and obviously with the Absolutely. weather we have here in Wisconsin. You never, they may need that hat and mittens into April, or yeah. maybe even May. You never know. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> well, and then they're always losing a mitten or yeah, something course, along the yeah, way too. Yeah, but have a spare set just in case. One right. of the nice things with that is obviously we have many knitters and crocheters, but we. Can can always use additional help with that, um, and yarn donations would be um, very helpful. We even have a connection with one of the corrections in the Milwaukee area, oh. and they do knitting for us. Oh, how wonderful! So um, they yeah. are giving back, you know, as best they can. Are there other programs? Yes, there are. Jill, oh, thank awesome! You for- Please share. <laughs> yes, this is great. <laughs> we also have school support. 
and this means uh, tutoring or library assistance in, um, at Blessed Savior School. We also offer some scholarships at uh, St. Joan Antietam High School, Northwest Catholic, or Blessed Savior. And then we provide other support at Mesmer, St. Coletta's, and Penfield. Okay, We wow. do vision screening. I'm going to get in <laughs> uh, also. Um, and our, our volunteers are, uh, are, are, are trained through the Prevent Blindness Wisconsin. So, okay. Uh, and they go into many Milwaukee elementary schools. Okay. So there's a lot of ways that our listeners can help out. If they, uh, if they are knitters, if they, their resources, their talents, there's a lot of different ways that they can, that they can help out. Um, and, and what we will do in the second segment is share how you would get a hold of uh, somebody at Christ Child Society if you're interested in volunteering in some capacity. But um, actually, four of every 10 single mother households in Wisconsin with children under the age of 18 are living in poverty. Stay tuned to hear more about how CCS is helping. You're listening to EIG Community Connection with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Welcome back. I'm Jill Economo, and I'm sitting here talking with Holly and Jenny from Christ Child Society. So we understand that poverty is definitely an issue for many single mothers, as the statistic I stated before. One of the programs that Christ Child Society sponsors is called the Second Saturday Program. So help us to understand how that program works and how it helps to bridge the poverty gap for these single mothers. Second Saturday was developed from a committee called the 21st Century Committee, and it was a group of women that researched the Milwaukee area and were looking for what's missing or what could be added to the different programs that are already existing in the area. And one of the things that was... um, understood was that consistency was missing in the mom's lives, the single mom's life. They didn't have a consistent phone number or a consistent um, home address or consistent mentors in their life. And so we developed the second Saturday program to give them consistency, uh, some element. Our program is always held on the second Saturday of the month. And it's um, to provide a regular meeting place for the moms and their children to gather where they can socialize and have opportunities for learning through reading and games. And they also have an ability to do a creative art project. And one of the message that is um, conveyed to us from, from the moms doing these projects is that the, the spark of creativity that's accomplished with the project makes them feel good about themselves. Sure. Yeah. And that that feeling good, they're able to take home with them. And I think that that makes them be a better mom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So so we understand that they are the second Saturday of every month. And are they always held at the same location? They are. That's Which is? Um, All Saints Catholic Church. And that's located at 4060 North 26th Street in Milwaukee. Okay. and And that's... Consistent. That again, what you were talking yes, about—the need for it's consistency. Always in there, and the program lives. is always the second Saturday of the month from September through May at okay. All Saints 
cafeteria. And so what can one expect? What does a typical second Saturday program look like? When do you guys get started? How long is it? What kind of things do you do? Um, The volunteers arrive at All Saints about 1030 to help set up and um, get everything organized. And then the program starts for the single mom and their children at 11 o'clock. We are um, starting most programs with an opportunity to do breath work and yoga um, postures and educating them on some tools that they can take home with them on how to reduce the stress in their life. Oh, that's great, because I'm sure there's a lot of it there. They do. We all do. And um, just simple um, slowing down the breath and getting in touch with being present. Mindfulness techniques. Exactly. is very helpful. And and balance work. Um, You know, not only do you want physical balance, but you always want that um, balance of body, mind, and spirit as Mm -hmm. well. So Mm -hmm. we try to bring about 15 minutes of that into each program. And then from there, we are... Um, typically working the craft project and that is that has a large variety upcoming in May we have a local artist that's going to be working with the moms to paint a family tree and use the fingerprints of their children to represent the kids so um, they'll be working on their craft project and there's also a collaboration with Marquette High School and DSHA, Divine Savior Holy Angels High School. And we typically get about 20 volunteers from each of those schools, and they're wonderful mentors for the kids. I bet. I bet. So the DSHA students organize a craft project for the children, and typically the Marquette High boys are off playing soccer or um being a little more active with some of the children. So it gives the mom a chance to get some reprieve in a safe environment and work on something for themselves that we try to have it be a um, a functional item, something that um, they feel proud about um, and vary in what um, art media they're using per time so and so you said you started around uh, the program starts around 11 so do you provide lunch we do okay. um so they're going to be working um at the tables with their craft project until around noon and then at noon they'll start to wind up their projects and head in for uh quite a nutritious lunch so that's great yeah. that's great well so the mother can come she can bring as many children as right. she wants to right. to come to the program so what's the average attendance at a typical saturday boy typically we'll see 40 moms with 75 to 80 children wow okay yeah. okay yeah. and you can then see why we need the the divine savior holy angels and the marquette high students absolutely we have a lot of children sure yeah, yeah you got to keep them engaged and and then in um, particular months may and december the numbers can really increase dramatically um, they both are popular 65 um, moms and up to 125 children can wow. show up that month so wow so so funding 
seems to be a question that that comes up a lot, a uh, question on, on people's minds. How is the Second Saturday program supported in the community? Now, we talked about maybe how volunteers can help out, but is it basically volunteers donating stuff, or how do you guys, how are you guys funded? We can um, certainly accept uh, donations where, whenever needed, particularly for, like, the yarn or the knitters or the crochet or something like that. Um, we do hold a what we call a Shower of Love luncheon, which is every other year, and so we won't be having one until 2019, but okay. hopefully everyone will remember. Right, right. <laughs> and, but um, our other major fundraising for us is our resale shop, and, and that's a real gem. Um, that is located at our office at um, 40, uh, 33 West Good Hope Road, and we're there on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 9.30 in the morning till 3.30. So and the mothers can go there and just pick out whatever they want? Well, it's uh, a resale. I mean, it is for purchase, so, okay, uh, okay. but it is very moderately priced. There are beautiful things. So it isn't just for our moms. Um, it is open to the community. Oh, it is. Okay, yes. okay. And we definitely want, want people to come because we really have everything there. Um, the, besides clothing, there's kitchen and linens and books and toys, and we have furniture. Okay. And then some of that you can see there, or you can find that on Craigslist or eBay. So oh, okay. please check that out because you'll find a good bargain. So this is open uh, not only to the, the single moms, but to the community. And also you're looking for volunteers to donate their, their right. goods. Yes. Right. Okay. One other thing um, that the participant of Second Saturday might um, enjoy is the journaling. There's a um, journal given and it's more of a gratitude journal so that they. Oh, that's um, a great idea. Yeah. They recognize what they have to give <laughs> and what they're grateful for. It is amazing to to hear them express their gratitude for certain things when you know that maybe, you know, things aren't so great at home. So. Right, right. I can see why you ladies want to get involved with this organization. It's, it's wonderful. A lot of great things that you're doing in the community. We want to be sure that the listeners understand how they can get a hold of you. So uh, this is your opportunity to share contact information, Twitter, fee, uh, Twitter information, Facebook page, emails, websites, as I mentioned, our office is at 4033 West Good Hope Road um, in Milwaukee, and the phone number there is 414-540-0489. We have a website, and that is Christ Child Milwaukee and Milwaukee's written out .org. And we're on Facebook, so it's Christ Child Society Milwaukee Chapter. So please check it out and like us. Okay, okay. <laughs> Um, Holly and Jenny, thank you so much for sharing uh, what you do with the Christ Child Society. And I'm sure there are many single mothers that are blessed as a result of, of your uh, reaching out. And I would encourage everybody to check them out and see how you might be able to, uh, to help them out as well. Nowadays, uh, many single females are taking over raising of their nieces and nephews, their grandchildren or their friends' children due to a variety of reasons. The biological parents are either incapacitated, deceased, in prison, or they're just financially unable to provide. These single females, often women older than childbearing age, bear an unusual burden of raising these young ones. So stay tuned to hear about another organization that is helping these women in their efforts to provide for their little ones. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. 
Thanks for tuning in. This is EIG Community Connection with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Welcome back to the EIG Community Connection. I'm Jill Economo, Director of Community Outreach at Ellen Becker Investment Group. Apparently, there's a growing number of single females raising children in the Milwaukee area. There are many different kinds of single mothers, never married, separated, divorced, widowed. One size does not fit all anymore, and the stereotype of unwed mother really doesn't apply. My next guest is going to shed some light on this topic and talk about what her organization is doing to help. Gail Grenier-Sweet is from the Hope Network in Milwaukee. Welcome to the show, Gail. Thank you very much. I'm delighted to be here. And we're happy to have you. So tell us, why why did you start the Hope Network? I was 31 years old, and I've always uh, had a soft heart for babies and young children, and I consider myself a feminist, so of course I love women too. And I was trying to think, well, what could I do to help women and children? And I thought, well, let's see. When they get into a rough, rough time in life and they've they're pregnant and they don't know where to go or maybe their husband left them or, you know, some kind of a pickle. How could I help them? And uh, especially help them choose life for their baby. Mm, Okay. And I talked to some other friends. uh, There's a group called Feminists for Life. And I talked to them and we just thought, well, maybe if we had a home for um, mothers who uh, they were pregnant and they weren't married and they were, you know, not financially stable, maybe this would help. So we started out with the idea of a house. And we had a house for a while. But um, that really wasn't feasible because we were not trained as, you know, like social workers. So we've okay. gone to the network idea. Okay. So I think I think um, what Hope Network is, is, is the community saying, we're here for you. Uh, girls, we're here for you women, and um, you can have the courage to have your baby. We will help. We will help. We're not going to do everything for you, but we're going to show you where to get some help. Okay. So is there a place that, uh, if there's a mother out there that is looking for your services, do they directly contact you, or is there are there organizations that you work with out in the community? Yes and yes. Okay. So um, we're very much an umbrella organization. We can't do it all either. We're very small. We we are not government funded or anything. It's all just um, people give us money, mm-hmm. and with that money we help let the the woman who has financial need know of these other places in town that can help. For instance, housing. We can't help with housing, but we can tell her where she might go for some help with housing. There's even some places that will help moms when they have trouble uh, making rent. Uh, you know, those are the worst situations. Um, there are other situations that are not so dire, mm-hmm. so we can help them too. For instance, we do refer to Christ Child Society. Okay. We used to have a support group, and that, you know, be, because we're so small, we, we learn by our mistakes, and we have to pull back, pull back sometimes. And we we'll, all do, right? Yeah. I mean, we all learn <laughs> right. from our mistakes. That's a good right. thing. You right. know, failing forward, as yes. John oh, I Maxwell like that. talks I have about. To remember yes. That. yes. So, Christ Child Society has this wonderful. Support group is too small of a word for it, but second Saturday gathering. So we had a support group for years, and we it was getting less and less well attended. We didn't have a bus, for one thing. Christ Child Society has a bus, so they have great gatherings. So we just kind of rolled into their organization, and we refer moms there. We help them. We um, give supplies, and we 
give some volunteers, but um, their their um, gatherings are very successful. So they're an example of who we refer to. Okay. And we talk a lot about resources and how we live in a very resource-rich area here in southeastern Wisconsin. So we want to share those resources. Yes. So this is a great example of that. Yes. You know that Christ Child Society has uh, uh, is a great organization, number mm-hmm. one, but is also an organization that you could partner with in order to uh, enhance your services. Right, right. Right. Some social service agencies do this thing called turf hoarding. They have to hoard their turf because they're dependent on numbers to get government grants. We don't have to hoard turf at all. So we share, we share, we share. And um, we like it when people refer to us and we refer to them too. Yeah, well, that's what it's all about, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think so. so. So give us some examples of how lives have been changed as a result of Hope Network. We have uh, three main programs. Um, we have Give Out Cribs and Safe Sleep Education. We have scholarships, and we have a clothing bank. And I have some uh, letters here from moms. Um, I was gonna. I tried to get a mom to come in with me, but they're all either at school or at work. Single oh, okay. moms are very busy. Sure. Um, our new. Our, we have a quarterly resource news magazine, and here's a letter from Angela. She said, "I received the network news publication yesterday, and as I read the stories of the single mothers, I was so encouraged and motivated." Their stories inspired me to keep working hard for my children and to never give up on my own dreams for success either. So, you know, when they read about other people's success, they're energized. Right. And it's important to to understand that, um, what do they say, the uh, uh, the front window in your car is so much bigger than your rearview mirror. Why? Oh. Because, you know, your future is so much That's more important good. than your past. So for, for ladies to understand that it's not where they came from, learn from that, certainly, yes. but look forward and yes. and there's a lot of people that are here to to help you. So and and your newsletter uh when you and I met uh before you had mentioned how helpful your newsletter is and how that goes out all around the the city. You know, it's actually more like a news magazine. It's big. It's sort of like Metro Parent was but without the advertisement and it comes out four times a year and it's free. So and it's how do fabulous. people get uh access to that? Um they can just call our number and ask for it. Um, I think I'm going to give all that information at the end sure, of the show. Sure, sure. Um, and a lot of agencies get it. Um, we have a circulation of 17,500 each issue. So agencies get it. Clinics, schools, libraries, food pantries, and moms. People love it. It's Milwaukee is a fabulous town with wonderful free and inexpensive resources. And so we just want to encourage the single mothers to get out there and use them. Absolutely. And again, that's why we do this. Right. Uh, that's why we have this radio show right. so that we can spread the word. There's so many awesome organizations mm-hmm. out there and, and people that awesome people that are leading those organizations. So we just want to make sure that that people are aware of them. Um, so uh, so how about uh, you have some examples of some other lives that have been changed yes. as a result? Um, it's we nice have... to hear some success <laughs> stories. We have um, scholarships, too. And this is this is a letter that is very sweet. Um, it is from Catherine. And she writes, and this was dated um, 1991. We've been around since 82. Mm. So 1991. She says, how do I begin to thank you and your organization for honoring my girls and me and your selection of recipients? I've done child care in my home for the last three and a half years to enable me to stay home with my children. The thought of depending on others to care for my children while I attend school is very frightening to me. 
This honor that you have given us will help to ensure proper care and a nurturing environment for my girls. And she goes on and on to thank us and promise us she'll do well in school and so forth. That's wonderful. And we'll talk a little bit about uh, those scholarships mm-hmm. after. But Milwaukee um, babies are dying as a result of being put in unsafe sleeping environments. And we bring this up because you had mentioned a little bit ago about how you provide uh, safe sleeping environment education. So it's interesting to note that um, uh, that, that is on the on the rise. Sad, but it is, it is true. So stay tuned to hear how Hope Network is working to help turn this statistic around. We'll be back in a moment to find out. You're listening to EIG Community Connection with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Welcome back to the EIG Community Connection. I'm Jill Economo, Director of Community Outreach for Ellen Becker Investment Group. And I'm sitting here chatting with Gail Grenier-Sweet from the HOPE Network. We, uh, we talked a little bit before about uh, before the break about this epidemic in Milwaukee with um, babies dying as a result of unsafe, unsafe sleeping environments. Because, Gail, you had mentioned prior to that you have um, training and education on this. And so we want to camp here for just a little bit. So um, can you elaborate on what this is exactly and what it's all about and, and what you provide? Yes. Well, I founded Hope Network in 1982, so we're in our 36th year of, of serving families headed by single moms in the greater Milwaukee. And in those almost 36 years, we've given away 2,930 cribs, which I can't even get my head wow. around. Wow. But we used to give away used cribs, and you know, so much has changed, and now we've just, mostly for safety, we give away brand new Portable cribs in the box. They're pack and plays is the brand name. Okay. Um, we used to give them away too, and then we we sort of stopped ourselves and said, no, don't give away the crib without giving some education too. So now to get the crib, the mom has to take a class, which is only forty five minutes long. She sees a little movie, and then a volunteer or sometimes uh, it'll be a nurse talks to her about what is safe sleep because. It sounds so weird to me. And and when I had my babies <laughs> yeah. years and years ago, really? that was just yeah. not. I mean, they said turn them on their side. You mm-hmm. had that little uh, cushion thing that just kind of snuggled them in there mm-hmm. and wrap yep. them up so yeah. that they're like a mummy and, and hope that they sleep all night long. Yep. But yep. Hope, <laughs> very hope. rarely is that the right. situation, right? So, so there's education wrapped yes. around this and whole thing. And a lot now. of it, they, t- they talk about the um, anatomy and physiology of the little baby's um, throat and how to keep that airway open um, and avoid um, suffocation death. So it's back to sleep, always back to sleep, nothing in the crib, no stuffed animals, no bumpers. And they, we put the baby in a little sleep sack rather than a um, blanket. Okay. And we give the moms the sleep sack and the sheet along with the crib. Okay. So that's how it works. So so the... Uh the statistics are in, are are staggering. Horrible, uh, you know, with you with feel, regard to oh, infant. Every time you death. read one of those stories in the paper, you just feel like, heart wrenching. Oh man! Yeah. And again, what can we do then to change, turn that around? And we so. we do follow up. We call the moms and we say, "Are you using your your portable crib?" Because we don't want them to be just using it as something to throw toys in. We want them to be using it. 
for their babies. And so far, they say yes. I mean, we can't go in there and be the crib police. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) No crib police here. No. no. Um, So um, you had mentioned also that you have scholarship uh, programs. Right. And let's say we have a listener out there that is interested in this because, again, this this is fantastic. You know, if there's any way that we can educate uh, that helps not only the mother, but obviously the children right, as well. Right. So so share with us how that whole program works. Well, unfortunately, when this show will be airing, our period for applying will be just have ended. So I'm sorry about that. But okay. it's always the month of April, the whole month of April, we take applications. And our scholarships have been $1,000 in the past, up to $1,400. It might even be more if we don't have very many um, applicants. Okay. And I think we're unique in Milwaukee that we are, the money can be used for tuition or daycare costs. And since we started, which was in 88, we've awarded $100,200 of scholarships. Wow. Oh, that's So wonderful. we're pretty thrilled about it. And um, the mother, um, I have another letter here from a mom. She says, um, Finally, she got her education and she got a nice promotion and she remarked, I now have a career wage instead of just a job wage. And, you know, that makes so much difference. Before she was working three jobs, one of them was um, delivering food. And so she, you know, there she would be driving her car through rain and snow Mm -hmm. to deliver food. And um, now she can stay home with her daughter more. And she was always very good about getting scholarships for her daughter, like for day, um, not daycare, for camps oh, okay. and things like sure. that. One thing I, I really admire, I'm not a single mother myself, um, but I really admire this. So for almost 36 years, I've watched them. They are resourceful. They will do anything for their kids. Mm. And I just, I have no end of admiration for them. Mm, that's wonderful. So uh, we talk about how we want to make sure that resources are are shared. Um, you have the newsletter. News, that news magazine. News magazine. Yes. News magazine. We're fancy. Oh, news magazine. <laughs> and so uh, share again how people would get a hold of that. So they can get that free. They can call our, the easiest way is just call the office. It's 262-251-7333. And uh, social service agencies love it. Single moms love it. It's free. It's quarterly. I think it's 28 pages now um, of awesome information about free and inexpensive resources in the Milwaukee area. And we also cover Waukesha County. We, you know, we our moms come from all over, so we're very much a network. So we try to be broad in our um, coverage. Okay. Okay. So, so what other ways can people get a hold of you? They can go on our website, so that's um, www.hopenetworkinc.org. And what about a Facebook page? You guys yeah, have I a think Facebook it's page? Just, I, you know, that's a little harder because there are a bunch of Hope Networks in our country, I have found. Um, I would just try Hope Network for Single Mothers. That might be the best way to find it on Facebook. And it's a good it's a good site. We have contests once in a while. Um, we give brewer tickets away, bucks tickets away, museum tickets, and they'll be on that Facebook site. Okay, is it mentioned in your news magazine? Well, thank you very much, <laughs> Jill. <laughs> I don't think the contests are usually mentioned in the news magazine. Okay. So, and and you do get a little more if you join Hope Network. It's five dollars for a whole year. 
you get a little more information. We keep the moms really updated on news between issues of our news magazine, and there's more contests, more opportunities for them to have really nice things for them themselves and their children. Okay. We also want to make sure that our listeners know of ways that they can uh, come alongside you, either in um, donations, in uh, their time, maybe offer a talent that they have. Can you elaborate maybe on some ways that our listeners could get involved? Uh, if, if, if the Hope Network strikes a chord with you listeners out there and you say this, you have a, a soft spot for single mothers and, and children and you want to get involved, we want to make sure that people understand all the different ways that they can get involved. So can you share a little bit more about some, some different things that people can, can do to help? Yes. The first thing we need is money. <laughs> <laughs> money, money, that, money. Um, the easiest, yes. The, um, I'd say the, the hardest thing to give is time. And the second hardest thing is money, and the, the but the very easiest to give is things, and that's what people like to give, and we do appreciate that. So we do accept baby clothes and diapers at our office. Our office is in Menominee Falls at Good Shepherd Church. Um, it's pretty easy to find. It's right off Main Street. Um, right now we're looking for an event planner, and it's a paid position. I call it a paid volunteer position because it's not huge money. It's $12 an hour, but that's that still comes in handy. Well, especially for a single mother who's yeah, looking yes. for some. Yes. Yeah. So, so um, we need an event planner for our fall fundraiser, which is October 5th at Davian's. It is so much fun. People have a riot, and we have a silent auction, a voice auction. We have um, a piano player, and um, it's just fun. Um, a wonderful dinner. So we need it. We have a lot of volunteers in place because we've done this for years. We want an event planner to kind of oversee it, and that would be that twelve dollar an hour position. We're always look. We're also looking for a silent auction co-chair, and that's a volunteer position. And for either of those, just call that number two six two two five one seven three three three. Okay, wonderful. Well, uh, as I uh, told our guests in the first segment that you know I can I, I can see where why you get involved because it's you can see your passion through what you do with the Hope Network so that's wonderful thank you for your your time and uh, sharing what you all do um, I also want to thank our guests uh, earlier Holly Ryan and Ginny Jerkin from the Christ Child Society and again Gail Grenier Sweet from the Hope Network. If you'd like further information about the people or the organizations that we talked to today or you'd like to contact me regarding our education center, please email me at jill at ellenbecker.com or you can call our office at 262-691-3200. Also, tune into our Money Sense radio show on Saturdays and Sundays or visit our website at ellenbecker.com for the podcast from both of these radio shows. Now you also have the ability to ask Alexa for help by saying, Alexa, play WISN AM 1130 on your Amazon device, and she can help you out. And also you can tune into the show via the iHeartRadio app. So join us again in two weeks as we talk with other inspiring guests who will share information about how they're making a difference in the community. I really encourage you to think about ways that you can go out and bless someone today. Remember, be a blessing and give a blessing.